And we're gonna get set. Ready, set, go. Don't, don't, uh, don't speak, Sarge. Here we go. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Generation X episode 111, joining me each and every single week, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Greetings. Greetings. So we did. We, we didn't do too bad for that uh, award show picks, but the 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 the, the Democratic votes of the of the uh, chat actually pulled ahead. So here's the deal. Here's the deal with that. All right. If everyone's present, if everyone's present, uh, we actually, you lost, I won, chat tied with me, and they had one reward they didn't announce, which was like the best online game or whatever, and me and chat picked the same one. So regardless, if they picked that one, we would have tied regardless anyway. So... A tie is a win, okay, in, in this in this form. So everybody that was part of the process of voting that day, two weeks ago, which I have your names, you will get a sticker. Now, if you want it autographed by me and Sarge, please let me know uh, by doing it, either direct messaging me on the actual podcast, like Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Make sure you're following. Hit direct message. Send me your info uh, that you want it signed, and then I can mail it to you guys. Um, do that ASAP, because when I see Sarge next week, uh, next uh, next weekend, uh, we'll get those signed, and then I'll get them out as soon as I can uh, from you guys. So congratulations to, I think it was the nine or ten, nine or ten of you. Let me see. All right, let me see. We got one. We got Puck. We got Tally. We got Santos. We got Tweet. Uh, we got Buckeye, we got Frisky, Fox, Zoe, and Dread. I know Dread's number, so well, he's <laughs> he voted on two things. Still part of the process. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We got nine people that were part of the actual uh, event. So I I really do appreciate you guys for you know being a part of it and having fun. Next time we do anything like that, we're gonna have much more organized. Uh, so it's not as 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 hectic as it was. So. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. This will be, well, I don't want to say that. Sarge, are we doing this show next week, or are we not doing it next week? I don't know. Next week is just a normal Thursday, I believe. Right, right, because Christmas is on a, on a Friday. Monday. Or a Monday. 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 <clears throat> so, we could do it. We could do it. So, potentially... This could be the last episode of 2017. Uh, we'll let you know, post it on Twitter later in the week to let you know if we're actually going next week or not. But uh, this could be the last one of 2017, so we won't see you guys again, potentially, uh, until 18 uh, on this channel or on this show. So 
there was some stuff that that happened, and I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up. Uh, where is it? We got some news. We're gonna start off with Destiny first. Uh, get it out of the way, and then talk about good stuff and uh, at the end as we go along. All right? Boo! Well, I'm sorry, Puck. You know, we, like I said, we might we might do the podcast next week. We don't know. So, Bungie came out with the Masterworks weapons. Uh, in the last patch, right? So they had the DLC uh, patch on the 5th, and they had the patch on the 12th. Now, the Masterworks uh, is supposed to be the grind that brings it back to Destiny. Uh, so you can go around grinding for your weapon that you want. My my thing about this is, I haven't played it. I, I did turn on Destiny, and I did turn in all my engrams. I did some public events and turned in a bunch, right? So, I had about 900, uh, whatever, coins for Banshee, okay? Turn those in, didn't get one Masterwork weapon. Had about 300 coins, went to the EDZ, turned in engrams there, didn't get a, didn't get a Masterwork weapon. Uh, bought about, uh, I want to say, five engrams for Maul with uh, Legendary Fragments. Did not get any there. So between, I would say I had to open about 20 engrams and I didn't get one masterwork weapon, okay? Which I'm okay with. I'm okay with the grind of trying to find these weapons, okay? What I'm not okay with is the perks on the weapons, right? So I was watching other people. And they were getting masterwork weapons, and they were opening up these things. And I was looking at them like, okay, great. That doesn't seem like a really big, big thing to get, right? The coolest part about the masterwork weapons is once you have them, they create more orbs of light for your guardian when you kill people, right? So why wouldn't you use it? Right. Okay, which is fine, right? What I do see, though, down the road, once everyone has a couple of these and they have their thing and you have a group of six and you're going into a raid, okay, and everyone has a masterwork weapon, right, and you're dropping all these balls of light, that everyone... Well, it's going to be the small ones, first of all. You know, it's gonna No, be no, the yeah, ones. yeah, it's the small ones, but it's they still... Like you're, it's not like you're going to get, get your super right away. Correct, but you get six people now with this. They're going to be dropping all over the place, right, and you get to pick those up, Right. Maybe count me, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, chat, but I'm pretty sure that if I shoot something, a orb of light falls, you can go pick it up or I can go pick it up, right? It, it, it forms for you, whoever sees it, right? Well, they don't, they don't specify it in the weapons, but that's how everything else is in the game. Right. So I'm assuming that's the way it's going to, it's going to be for this. That could potentially kind of be game breaking, right? Cause now you're just getting your modes of light so much, right? That you're always constantly having your, your super much more frequent, right? Which is fine, because you're supposed to be like the superpowered person, whatever. I just don't think they thought it through, right? So people, the the, the community right now is split, right? Uh, or split, hold on. Uh, orbs from the team and autofill the super of the person who dropped them. Okay. So <clears throat> the... The grind is there, and the, the community is split right now. A lot of people are like, oh, yes, the grind is back. It's back, baby. The grind is back. I'm so excited. I can do the grind. And then other people are like, mm, no, 
no, this is not it yet, right? And to each their own, right? But I want to open your eyes a little bit out there because the people that are excited about the grind, you're excited because they gave you something. And you're like, yes, I have the grind. But the grind is not really there. The grind is is so minute and it doesn't really mean anything because the only two perks that you get from the gun, minus the fraction minuscule type of, of, of boost that you get for it, is that you get to see how many things you've killed, okay, and you get the orbs of light. Okay, that's it. That's that's it. This is Bungie's way. It's the holidays. It's right. Here's here's the here's the magic hand. What? Oh look, my thumb is disconnecting. You know what I mean? Like, they, did you see that, Sarge? You see that? Look, I'm a, I'm throwing my thumb away. I got no thumb. You know what I mean? Like, they're you're looking you're looking at the hand. Okay. As they do something else, right? So here's the holidays. They're like, "Fuck the the community is 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 on fire right now." It looks like it looks like the fires you saw out in L.A. burning. Okay, that's that's what's happening. They're still, they're still burning. They are still burning, right? Uh, that's what the community is doing right now with with this Destiny Two. Okay, the problem is that they do the least amount of possible to get the biggest outcome, right? So what they do, they said, "All right, well, let's throw this in there. Let's get it out there." Let's do it a week later, okay? This is all my speculation now. This is not official, okay? But we know, all right? So they, they released it on the 12th, okay? Which is one week later than, than the actual patch that came out, original patch. That's two weeks more, right, left in, this, in, the, in the year, right? They release it. Now you're happy. You got your grind. You got your stuff. Now you're, you're like, woo! You're not going to really feel what's happening here until, like, the new year. Right? You're going to be like, I've been grinding for three weeks now, and I have no masterwork weapons that I give a shit about. Right, you're gonna. This is going to start settle, settling in. And you're like, well, this is just pointless. This is pointless. And we're back to square one again, right? This is just them implementing something, and everyone's like, well, at least this is the, the step in the right direction. Well, it's a step. I wouldn't say it's in the. I wouldn't say it's in the right direction, but it's it's definitely a step. Now I know you haven't played Sarge, and I know you have no interest of playing uh, the the content. But what do you make? Because I know you watch the YouTube. I know you watch Twitch. I, I still keep up to date. I yeah. watch live streams and yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about this whole system and what Destiny's doing right now? I, I I'll try to just I'll remain basic about it. I don't want to get too detailed. Um, the the fundamentals of the game are no longer sustainable and creating new i guess activities in order to try to fix the core which is still not fixed right is not going to help it just creates more variables of problems because instead of concentrating on the core now you're concentrating on the added activity that was supposed to give you some kind of entertainment while you're still waiting for the core to be fixed right so from my standpoint, um, I've, I've stopped playing completely because the core is broke. The core mechanics are now is now broken. Right. Uh, I, I understand that it, it takes time for developers to put things in the pipeline and for it to work. But number one, when you have a game such as this, and this is going to be the fourth year of the game itself... I don't think that you should have set it up in such a way 
that it's impossible for you to correct problems along the way with the systems that you've created. So thus, pushing everything back six months or a year because it takes time to fix these problems, right. the, this, the, the core system should be in place in a way that you're able to correct, you're, you're able to correct or modify as the year goes on without having a substantial drought of content or just broken or just broken mechanics. This is this is this is the issue that I struggle with. It's like, well, it takes a while to do things. I get it, but if the core of the game, their their impression of the game was sound, then we wouldn't be jumping all over the place. We would be on a road. We might go off the road a little bit, and then we come back on again. At, at current at the current pace, you might not see and 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 what is probably happening now because of the way the content is created, is you have certain groups who are on damage control and then other groups who are making the new content for down the road. Right. Okay. So if, if the people who are doing damage control can't get a grip on how to get it back to a stable platform, then when the new content is released, it's going to be broken the minute it's released because it won't fit what's actually going on in the actual game. Not to mention because you've taken resources away from the people creating the new content to do damage control, that we will have a less substantial DLC and content down the road because they couldn't focus completely on it. Right. So as far as I can tell right now, it's lose-lose. Right? We would have to we would have to actually shut up, stop playing Destiny, stop crying about it, go play something else, everyone leave them alone, we'll see you in July, and see what you guys have. Because the day-to-day -day operations now is 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 laughable. I don't I don't know what I don't know what they're trying, what they're trying to accomplish. They don't they don't they don't have a. The the goal apparently is to make us play the game, not the goal is this is the next part of the awesome story that we've created, and that's right. and that's the issue. It's a they're they are reacting to us solely. They're not following the plan that they have. It, it just seems weird to me, and we've talked about this last week and the week before, that they're going in this route, right? They've, they've kind of made everything so convoluted where there's way too many currencies, and now there's way too many things. So if you bought the DLC, you have Forge weapons, right? If you didn't buy the DLC and you did buy the DLC, you have the Masterworks weapons. And if you just have the non-DLC you also just have regular mods, right? So <clears throat> you have the mod system, now you have the forge system, and then you have the masterwork system, right? None of the systems work, right? There's three systems in there. The forge is not the actual forging of like actual forging weapons, right? The masterwork weapons is nothing really good for perk-wise. It's just you see how many things you've killed and you get orbs of light. And then the mod system itself is is garbage. Right, I, I talked about this last night on the on on my stream when I was playing, uh, which I wasn't playing Destiny, I was playing Division, um, which I am having a blast with. It's a it's a fun game. So the mod system, this is where they should have doubled down, right? And you can't tell me that they don't know what they're doing yet with the mods. They they fucking had three years to think about it before it released, right? It's not like they just decided, like, hey, we have Destiny one. You know what Destiny two would need? Mods. Okay, great. Let's put that in like three days before the game launches, and uh, we'll figure it out later. 
Like, you would hope they didn't do it that way, right? Why isn't the mod system the masterwork? Like, why isn't mods the masterwork system? Why isn't the perks, the god rolls that were in D1, okay, the perks in those things, why aren't those mods, okay? And why aren't you going to find mods instead of actual weapons? Give the weapons whenever you want, right? Because the weapon itself is garbage if it doesn't have good perks on it, right? And the mods well, is it, are the perks. Is it, is it the perks or the stats? It's the stats. I, after, after, watching, after watching a couple <laughs> podcasts you were on and some people discussing about it, is it the perks that make the weapon now? And not the actual... Well, the, there, uh, there's perks. The, the roles of the weapons, the... Correct. There's the perks that are just like D1, right? The only difference is there's no really good perks on the guns anymore to make them badass over any other thing, right? Like, any gun that is out there, you don't feel like this is the gun. Oh, I love this gun. Like, there's no Fatebringer. There's no Vision of Confluence. There's no uh, Better's Devil. There's... Or um, uh, Devil You Know. There's no... Uh, I'm trying to think of the some of the the fusion rifles and stuff that were in D1. There's none of these there's none of these weapons out there, okay, that people want to run for, right? You get a gun, it's a stagnant stats. Once you get it, you have it, right? And that's it. Well, the mods should be that that set thing. And here's where they're missing the boat, right? Let's say I'm using the better devil, okay? And on there I have uh I don't know, impact, right? It's a mod. Right, I have high impact, and I put that on my gun for that strike I'm on because I'm doing more impact. It's a consumable, right? So I'm putting this mod on my on my gun, and then if I change that mod off my gun, then I lose that mod, right? So then I can put another mod on, and I use it just like I would use my shaders or I would use anything else that's consumable, right? There's the grind right there, and then you know... You know, okay, if this adventure or this loot uh, loot cave, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, lost sector, okay, the lost sector is out there. And this, on EDZ, on um, one of the six lost sectors, this mod drops. The high impact mod drops, okay? So I could sit there all day, do the lost sectors, okay? Not just one lost sector. You have to do a lost sector and then go to a different lost sector and then go to a different lost sector. You can't do the same lost sector over and over and over and over, okay? And then it drops that high-impact mod that you want on your gun, okay? Then I have the mod. I put that on my weapon. Boom. My gun feels awesome. It feels like I'm doing something with it, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, damn, this boss doesn't need high-impact. It needs, it needs something else. I can't think of it right now, okay? But it needs something else. So you... Take the impact mod and you waste it because you want to put the other mod on your gun now and it disposes of that high impact mod. That That is what you need. That is the grind. Not this convoluted masterwork system where I get a masterwork gun. I don't like the gun. I dismantle the gun. Then I get one to three parts of masterwork parts, okay, that I could delete 10 weapons and get 10 parts because each one could give me one part. Okay, or I could delete three weapons. It gives me nine parts because I was lucky enough to get three parts from the one gun. And then you take those ten parts and you put that into one gun. I'm already, I'm already bored even listening. Yeah, to exactly. How the system works. Right. This is how you know it's too convoluted. It's like, why do I have to destroy minimum four weapons because they only give you three and you need ten? Okay, I have to destroy four weapons minimum or 
10 weapons maximum to get the parts that I need to make one gun that I want to put a masterwork weapon on for a sad perk. Okay, for a sad part. Okay, it's not even a, it's not even a good perk. It's just a whatever perk. Okay, why do I have? To, why does it have to be so complicated? Why can't I just mod out in world? Pick up that mod, take that mod, put it on gun, masterwork weapon. Well, I'm I'm not sure which way you wanted to steer the steer the conversation towards. I don't I don't I don't want to go into uh, what they should do type of thing because my brain works a lot when it comes to games like this. So I have a lot of good ideas. But um, I I don't I don't believe that they're they're trying to make it convoluted. But I don't think they have the knowledge of the type of MMO mechanics needed to be placed in this type of game. Um, I guess a, a nicer way of saying it is they know how to do the shooter. They just don't know do they just don't know how to do the mechanics for the looter part. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I I really admire the passion that the development team has, and I know they can do it. It's it's the pro the the problem is now that they are they are way too far over to the side of trying to decide what damage control they're going to do, as opposed to following the story, and that's why it's all muddled up now. Right. <clears throat> if you were going to do if you were going to do a basic system like, they, like they're trying to do, then first and foremost, the only way it would work, and I'm sorry to say this, the only way it would work is, is PvP is different, is, is separate from PvE. Now, well, let's just go with that because everything I say now doesn't matter well, because you can't use against PvP. But they don't, even, they don't even have to do that. All no, they have no, to do... No, they do because, no, the, because no. the perks in the game... No, let me finish. The perks in the game are supposed to be the perks in the game, not the ones you took away from us from Destiny 1. Correct. All the perks are supposed to be there. So when you're fighting guys, maybe it's the hard guys with the yellow bars or the bosses that have a chance of dropping the mod, okay? Or maybe a specific type of mod. Maybe like the heavy damage dealing mods come from Vex bosses. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is how you do cut and dry, right? You just make certain guys drop the, you make, drop the item and then people go after those bosses specifically looking for those mods, okay? The template of a weapon, wherever it's weakest, let's say, for instance, like say hand cannons, where impact is great, but reload is bad, or aiming might be a little slow. Right. So you're looking for perks that help with aim and help with reload for my hand cannons. Okay. And people who like hand cannons will go for those perks, and it makes the hand cannon come closer to the center. And what I mean by center is the meta of the game, right? Everyone's looking for high damage guns with good accuracy. So now you start picking up guns that you like to use, and those particular mods make that gun come closer to center, which means you'll have guys running around with the gun that they like and still be competitive. You know, it's 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 not difficult. But they, they don't they don't want they don't want to give you the option the options for choice for this game now are gone. There is nothing for me to decide on my own character. It's a set deal. And putting on and putting the, mods in the game just for the sake of putting mods in the game that don't make a significant change to the weapon to make it competitive, either in PvE and boss battles or in PvP. It needs to be something that is meaningful <clears throat> to the actual game. It's not just because 
we're trying to come up with another mechanic to keep you busy right. while our guys make up a new DLC. Right. That's not that's not what this is supposed to be. Right. All they have to do is make the the mods are the key. The mods are the key in this game where you grind for mods and if they take a page out of division, which I can't I can't believe I'm saying this, but division you can literally go anywhere in the game, kill anybody, and something might drop from a person, and you're like, oh shit, that's a cool thing. If it's a mod, if it's a weapon, if it's a piece of armor, doesn't matter. And it could be purple, it could be green, it could be exotic, it could be legendary. Like, there's so many things that could happen. And they're consumables that they have in Destiny, okay? I, I just don't understand why they didn't make the mods the same way like just make the mods purple exotic and whatever okay and they drop all over the place okay and if you put it on the gun you might use it but as soon as you replace it that one's gone and you're gonna have to go get it again right that's it that's it that's the grind that's the answer right there in the game that's the quick fix just make the mods the things that are dropping out in the world that people can drop and put them everywhere okay well like, they don't they don't drop like water no no they don't drop but like you, water you can get them what i'm anywhere. saying yeah put them everywhere me not drop everywhere put them everywhere so if i kill a vex off the side of the road all of a sudden he might drop it and you're like oh shit because if that happens if i'm running around in the, in the public area and i just see a random guy and i shoot him and he drops something that's going to trigger something in my brain going now i have to shoot everybody i have to shoot everybody or i'm going to wait till that guy comes back and see if he does it again right that's the answer. That's the answer for the grind, right? And then once you find the, the actual mod, then you can put on your weapons. The the rest of the grind, the masterworks, I guess it's a step. I won't, I'm like I said, I don't think it's a step in the right direction or in any direction. It's a step. Might be a step up. Could be a step down. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I just don't understand. Uh, some of the people, I mean, they're not for casuals. This is not for casuals. Grinding the word grind in general in video games is never for casuals. Once you're a casual and you start to go down the path of grinding for a weapon, you are no longer a casual player for that particular game. Okay? Because you you understand what's going on in the game now and you would like to grind to get that gear. Okay? So... I'm happy that they put this in for the people that want to grind. I like to grind, but I... There's, there's no, there's no reason to grind for the grind because there's no good perks on the weapons, right? Once they fix that, I'll jump back in because then it's it's something to have, it's something to do. Like I really don't care. Give me any gun, you know. I'll just have it on me, switch it over, shoot, 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 make some orbs, and I don't care what it is, you know. I'm not gonna look for that. Well, I gotta get my, my Galahorn uh, exotic. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. I really don't care. Well. I, I always thought that in order to reuse some of the content they have without having to make without, without having to uh, make brand new content and just use the stuff that they already have is that there should be some sections on the, on the on the planets that you can only get into when you have specific gear on like right. you have to have and I don't mean like specific gear like fire ice that kind of kind of gear but you know that when you go into this place if you're not in there with the right weapons and the right armor, you can't really and you and working together as a fire team, mm -hmm. you can't really progress through that section of the planet. Like that would be something to grind for, also. Like specific weapons, masterworks, because you maybe you need the masterwork weapons to go in there because without getting more supers, 
very hard to get through. And this could be on any planet, right? Any planet has a hard section that you you you, you gear up, and and the doorway qualifies you by seeing your, seeing the yeah. gear and your power your power number and being like, yeah, you have a shot. Go ahead and try it. Otherwise, the door stays closed, and it says you're not worthy <clears throat> enough to go. And then that way, people have to figure out what gear they need to find. There's another grind. I have to find out what gear to let the, to let me into this doorway. Like, give me a mystery. Give me something to work towards. Right. The shooting gallery part of it is over. Okay. The shooting gallery part is over. You need to you need to put mechanics in the game that allow Daddy. players to tweak out their own character. Thank you, buddy. Okay. All right. To to figure out their own character. And to spec out the way that they want to spec out with the powers that they want, I want choice. I don't want a template, okay? If you want a template, give it to somebody else. He wants to pick a template, that's fine. But let me pick individual powers that right. I want, right? Right. You could pick a power. It's very simple. There could just be a button for noobs that you go, which one do I want, A or B? And the rest of us go, well, I want this, this, and this, and this. I want choice, right? Putting me in a box, putting a gift wrap around it, and saying now you're a present. Congratulations. No, it's not. It's not anymore. Right. They, they you have to you have to allow players to play the game that they want to play and give them something to do with those abilities. I don't feel strong. The guns feel weak. The powers are lackluster. The grind is not there. I mean, what these are basic mechanics. Right. We're not even talking about the individual mechanics. This is why everyone's you know jump and ship you want to say jump jump and ship whatever they want to say but it is what it is my, my answer is very simple stop playing the game there, there's plenty of games out there guys there's plenty of games yeah you are you are not going to be missed okay when they finally realize how <clears throat> bad everything is and you stop if, the, the sooner everyone stops playing the game and stops the, talking the, about the it the faster it gets the, fixed the, the faster it will get fixed yep because yep. when they realize that nobody's they're playing hemorrhaging anymore, the player base, yeah. When you're hemorrhaging, then they're like, "We need a cross the board kind of thing." But this 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 constant thing of we're the people in charge of fixing destiny is incorrect. Right. Stop playing the game. Let them figure out what they have to do, and we'll see them in about six eight months when they figure out what they want to do. So your job your job's not to fix destiny. So moving to the TWAB, uh, their update one point one point one point one. Uh, these are some of the the uh, the gears and uh, armor and guns that you can get in the actual game. Look pretty cool. They look good. Again, really no point uh, to get any of this stuff. Uh, <clears throat> Origin Story next week is launching a webcomic series starting the uh, Osiris and the Ikora Origin Story. So you can get that. There's a comic book series, which I think is pretty cool. So if you like lore and stuff of osiris there you go you can get the comic book series they were talking about it um <clears throat> and then before dawn before the dawn comes out celebrate the new golden age and about arrive to the tower and the farm what's the farm can someone tell me what the farm I, is i don't know what the farm is that it was something that they bragged about for six months yeah and then once you completed the game nobody went never, there again never go back to it ever again um well. <clears throat> Adding without subtracting, they say earlier this week they updated a game blog without notes and how they intend to handle the expansion differently going forward. Uh, essentially, our goal is to continue adding new challenges to Destiny and keep the challenges relevant without taking away from anyone else. It's delicated balance and intended to do better job uh, striking it. Okay, 
<clears throat> what do you think of them locking people out that didn't have the DLC when they already had prestige raids and nightfalls already in the game? You bought the game and then you were locked out, right? How how do you <clears throat> think they should go about going forward? Uh, they have their answers, right? They don't know what they are yet, but they have them. What do you think the answer is to stop locking people out from from game? Okay, well, first of all, that technique is called strong arming, and that's just to try to increase sales. If you if you make something cool in this type of game, and then you block everybody from it unless they have it, it makes them want to go buy it because their friends have it. It's just a strong arm technique. Right. Now, that being said. The game beforehand always had these items to do in the game or activities to do in the game, even though another piece of DLC came out. All right. You were still able to get to the certain light level and still be able to do heroic strikes. You were still able to do uh, the Court of Oryx, that type of thing. Right. right? But, when, but when another DLC came out, you weren't, they didn't just cut you off completely and say, well, unless you have the DLC guys, you can't get it. Right. Like if, if that's the mentality now, then I, I, I fear that they're going to fracture their they're going to fracture their uh, the community community more. Right. Yeah, I don't agree with it. But then again, if if the gun if if the game was if the game was implemented correctly, people wouldn't question the DLC so much. But because of the manipulative tactics used by Bungie like XP throttling and blaming some people for, you know, like, you know, maybe we were uh, cutting out content from the first game, like that type of thing. When you when you start not to trust the, the developers anymore, then regardless of what they come out with, you're already questioning it before it even comes out. Right. All right. Separating the community, especially at this part in the game, not going to help them at all. They, they have to find a way where the only thing you should be missing is a specific specific thing from like a specific striker raid from that from that activity like you wouldn't be able to do the layer raid or you wouldn't be able to get the guns from the prestige but the heroic is still there you know just not that specific not that particular strike because you don't have mercury right right but you shouldn't cut off everybody else right the other stuff is was was there how do you feel if you were a pc player if you were a pc player you got to play this stuff for what five weeks and then it was taken away from you how does that look right so sad the way i think they should do it going ahead okay is putting back the difficulty levels they had back in d1 where you had 200 300 then heroic whatever you know the, the the higher end ones right they should put that back in so if you buy the expansion you get mercury right you get the story you get the new loot okay the new loot Okay, has a better chance of dropping in the new events that you created, right? So the public event on Mercury, um, they should have made some sort of event. Um, well, the Infinite Forest, right? Like those things should happen. Now, as far as the the new raid raid layer, okay, that's cut off from you because you didn't buy the DLC. I'm cool with that. Okay. Uh, as far as the rest of the stuff, they need to implement more things at different levels. So if you did the last raid, you could do the next raid, the, the old raid, and the new raid at a higher level because now you're going to be at 350, plus you have to have the DLC, right? So it's it's connected. <clears throat> and you move forward, okay? You don't get the new weapons. You don't get the new stuff. 
So Zerg wouldn't sell any of the new gear. He would only sell the old gear unless they knew you had the DLC, right? And then when you went to Zerg, it would know that you had the DLC and then the an extra weapon would be in there and then you could buy that extra from the new pool of weapons, okay? That's the way they should do it, okay? The people that don't buy the DLC, don't get the new weapons, don't get the new armor, okay? Because all that stuff drops from things that you can't get into, specific that you get into, right? That way you still have your prestige, you still have a heroic, you still have the stuff you want to do, you still have the old stuff that you can get, but the difference is all the old gear now levels up so you can get to max light. Right, so you can get to the three, whatever it is, is it three fifty now or three three fifteen, three twenty, whatever the hell it is. Uh, so you can get to that max light. Right. Okay? Do, you, do your do your milestones every week, right. and you'll still be able to chance to get the. Yes. That's another thing, right? So they said that everything is going to be changed. Everything's going to stay the same unless the week happens where the flashpoint is on Mercury and the strike is on Mercury, and and I'm like, that's stupid, right? That should be a thing where if you have the DLC. Okay, you just have more things to do on the directory, right? You just have more things to do now because you have the DLC. The old people, their flashpoint's still on the planets that they have. They never ever see the flashpoint is on Mercury or the strike is on Mercury or the the nightfall is on Mercury because they don't have the DLC, so they don't see it, okay? That's, That's the way it should be, right? You just add stuff to people, and it's not that hard, okay? I bought the DLC... The fucking thing knows I'm in the DLC. It would show me it. If I don't have the DLC, boom. All they have to do, if they want to sell, strong arm you, okay, is on that directory screen, all you have to see is underneath DLC extra extra stuff to do, right? And you're like, if you had the DLC, you could do this. You could do that. That's what they need to do. Uh, Tweak says, what's your opinion about the strike-specific gear and the fact that you can only get it the strike though at a random playlist stupid i don't know why they do a random playlist i hate this on star wars right i'm playing star wars battlefront 2 and i hate that i can't pick a map now i know why they do it i know why they do it because people start picking their favorite maps right so if they if they had their strike well this is why they do it so if they had your favorite strike then people would only run that one strike over and over and over and over and over and no one would give any love to the other strikes right that's the persona of why you can't pick your own strike. Can I, can I, can I interject? I can, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So, so if you pick the same strikes over and over again, that tells the developers which one's a good strike. strike. This strike is not that good. Yep. So let's give them incentives why to use this other strike yep. instead of telling me how to play my game. I I agree one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. Right. If I want to do the same strike over and over and over and over and over, I should be able to do it. Don't see why. You know what I mean? But I, I could do it before. I could pick it in Destiny 1. I could pick the strike. Uh, I do not like the milestones because once I do them for the week, I have to wait a week to get a higher level gear. Yeah, that's that's it. That's that's dumb, but that's what it is. Uh, but that's what that... Imagine, though, Tweak, if you didn't own the DLC, though, right, and the milestone came out one week, and the Nightfall, the Strike, and the Flashpoint are all on Mercury, and you didn't have the I DLC. Have no so, no so now why do I have a reason? Because I turned it on the other day, and I was like, well, it's on Mercury. I, I can't do it. Oh, I'm not going to run Crucible because Crucible's like yanking my teeth out, going to the dentist out in Novocaine. Okay? Uh, there's, there's really no point. I, I haven't done the layer yet, right? I haven't done the, the, the raid yet. 
So there's no there's no point. So literally, my milestones are garbage, absolute garbage. I don't I, I couldn't do anything for the week. I was like, all right, well that was easy. It's just so dumb, right? No reason to play. So yeah, so that's the. Uh, they are doing some cool things where they're they're bringing snow into the event uh, and such. Uh, they had the movie of the week. Where is it? They're bringing snowball fight. Where where I saw the snowball fight. I guess I guess I missed it. So you can bring snowball and hit hit uh, characters. Here it goes. The dawning. So the dawning's coming in. Uh, happy dawning to all. It may be cold outside and there's warmth in the air. The year comes to an end. The tower and the farm are decorated for festival cheer and time to celebrate your light. Uh, there'll be snowball fights. There'll be piles of snow on the ground. Guardians are just arming themselves with weapons. The snowball piles everywhere you look. The tower at the farm. You can tag your friends and brag rights in strikes. You can blast an enemy with a snowball to stun them and then deal big damage. Uh, stay frosty. Uh, mayhem is back. Mayhem in the cold. Keep your blood warm and the heart pumping. In the crucible, mayhem is back for the ability to recharge faster. Point values are cranked up enough to melt the ice. So there you go. You have... You have that back. And milestones of winter. Engage in a crucible mayhem or become legend in strikes uh, and you'll be be rewarded. Every week, complete a milestone for the dawning engram and get the giving mood. New consumables. Give rewards to everyone that you're playing with. Uh, there's a specific dawning item that you have your heart set on. Tess will refresh your inventory each week, enabling you to use your bright dust uh, reserves for the holiday shopping. On one week of another during the three-week event, you'll find every dawning theme exotic, ship, ghost, sparrow, and emote, and every dawning theme legendary armor piece on her shelves. Uh, gifting and receiving. Pick up the dawning gift schematic from the bazaar. Uh, venture to other worlds and craft a unique gift for the vendors and agents you find in the tower and beyond, and then give a lucky recipient their uh, their gift and receive a gift in return. You can participate in the season and giving every day of the event. So it's just some, I'm okay with this stuff, right? I'm cool with this stuff. <clears throat> Most people are like, oh, you give us this. Why don't you fucking fix your game, Bungie? This has nothing to do with, this is stuff that was planned. I'm okay with this. This is more content for the season and stuff uh, just to go around and do stuff. Kudos. They should do more of this. Um, uh, I, I think they should do this every month or every two months they should do something like this. Uh, but we always get it for Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Right. That's the big. It's the big time. Well, so that that would be something even cool to do. That maybe like the Hunter Vanguard or the Warlock Vanguard, they give you like a blueprint, and it's like a long mission, and you have that week or two week period to do that long mission. And if you don't do the mission, you don't get that rare gun that everybody else would. If you grind it out and got that gun, it gives you something to do. Right. But make it. But make it interesting. Make it like you have to find something in chests. You have to kill so many guys. You have to kill so many guys with a specific gun. And that way, when you kill the specific gun, he'll drop something. Like, there are so many different mechanics already being used in this game that can be used right now to do it. It's it's just, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to see them just be so all over the map and not focused on what needs to be done. Right, right. No, I, I get it. I understand. But if if the game was in if the game was in perfect health and it was a good game, right? Because right now it's in shambles, uh, and they added this stuff, people would be like, "Cool, more stuff to do." But because the game is in dire of need of help and resuscitation, everyone's like, "What the fuck?" 
The like, core. The they, core is messed right. up. Listen, if we started if we started with Destiny One stuff right now instead of this entire revamp and building from the ground up nonsense, the game would be in a sweet spot right now. Right. We would we would, we would be building upon greatness because the game was fine. It, it had its problems, but when you start over from scratch, and then you keep adding mechanics on top of mechanics on top of, it's just no. Right. No. I'm Next trying. Topic. To, I'm, I'm Next getting. Topic. We're, we're getting we're, we're well. That's it for Destiny uh, this week. Uh, I want to talk about Fortnite. Fortnite came out with patches, right? And these guys, these guys are doing it right, man. Right? They just they just dropped today the update for the holiday event that's going on. So in PVE, they updated a whole new uh, four pages. It's I think it's like thirty or thirty five uh, new quests that you do for the PVE. There's cash that they that they give you in the game now that you can spend in their store. And this is what I was talking about a couple weeks ago, right? A couple weeks ago, I was saying that it's a little expensive to buy some of the the skins, right? They're like eight bucks. The cheapest is like five bucks, eight bucks, twelve bucks, fifteen dollars for a skin. Okay. And I was like, I was like, man, I was like, that's expensive. They should at least give you V-Bucks in the Battle Royale mode so you can buy a skin well they did just that okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up where is it let me bring it up do they have a screenshot of it they don't maybe i can pause it on the actual on the uh on the screen here hold on no you don't want to okay we're gonna go to youtube then Okay, so I'll put the, the screen on. So I'm trying to think. Okay, so you can purchase. Okay, you can purchase. I'm going to play it. There's no sound right now. So they have a battle pass. Okay, the battle pass is if you're in the battle royale, okay, you can just progress as you do in battle royale. Go up a level, and then you unlock certain perks, like a, a banner, uh, emotes, uh, skins, uh, or you could purchase for V bucks, right? Which is eighteen hundred V bucks, which is eighteen dollars. They did it in half; it's nine fifty. I play the single player game, so I had eighteen hundred. So I spent nine fifty of it to buy the pass. Now, as I'm leveling up in the in the BR, I I get to unlock different skins and stuff. Which there you go. So here's the here's the progression thing. The top part is free. Okay, so once you get to level 14, they give you 100 V-Bucks. Well, if you get and buy the bottom V-Bucks thing for the season, okay, for the next 70 days, this will be here. This is season two. As you go up in levels, you unlock perks. So more XP, get some emotes, get some banners, get some V-Bucks, get some materials. You know what I mean? Like you get stuff as you actually play through the game, which I think is awesome. That's what they needed, right? So you can purchase whatever you want. So you can buy this knight, which looks cool. I, I got him, right? It's fun to have a skin where you look different than everybody else. Um, and then there's other skins that you can do and other dance moves and different uh, weapons, which mean absolutely nothing because they're all custom. They're, they're all skins, right? They don't change the way you play the game in any way, shape, or form. It's just nice to support something that's free, okay? I like how free-to-play games actually make more money than actual pay-to-play games, which I think is is funny. But Fortnite is doing 
uh, fantastic stuff by bringing it. And then as you unlock it, you, you, you make the level and you automatically unlock it. You could potentially get double uh, up to 100% XP boost. Okay, as you level up through by, I think if you're level 30, by the time you're level 35, I believe you're hitting like 90% XP boost uh, when you're playing the game. Uh, these guys are doing it right, man. These guys are doing it right. And then on top of that, inside the actual game of the PvE mode, they're dropping, they're dropping currency in the game, which is like this different type of uh, gold coins or whatever, which you can use in the event store. And all you have to do is do weekly and daily events, uh, or I'm sorry, the daily events. Uh, so come on every day, do the do the daily quests, and then you get a little bit of coin. And then you take that coin, you can go to the the store, and you can purchase different skins, different things. And if, and if you grind it every week and did all the bounties, you can store up a bunch of gold and buy yourself something nice. Right. Co correct. As, as it should be. Right. So you can grind and do it, or you can just play play the, or or pay. You can pay right off the bat and get the stuff right. Off, you know what I mean? Or like. Goth bought the whole thing. He got the the end is a black knight, which is really cool. He paid the money. That's that's him, right? I paid for the premium for nine hundred and fifty, and I'm leveling up to see how long how fast I can get up there. You know what I mean? Like it's something for me to do for the season instead of just unlocking everything and not ever playing. So, uh, yeah, I think Fortnite's doing a fantastic job on doing what they're doing. Um, in their in their patch notes. They added a, a holiday season, so they literally made the whole board, like, the bushes have, like, uh, lights in them. They have Christmas trees uh, certain places. The the husks that you're fighting are wearing, like, Christmas sweaters and stuff. They, they did a really good job, a really nice job. Uh, you have different weapons that sh uh, shoot snowballs and stuff now. Um, here, I'll show you some of the... the yeah, so this is this is actually what they look like in the in the screen. Like you'll see the husks wearing Santa outfits. You'll see certain c wearing elf outfits and costumes and stuff like that while you're fighting. This is what I'm talking about. This is cool where a game is constantly uh, updating with the times, the seasons, keeping it fresh, doing a lot of stuff. Epic does really good work. They do really good work. Um, get new. You get new. Uh, New heroes that have costumes on now for all winter themed. Okay. You got like a lumberjack, you got a skier, you got an elf, ninja elf. Uh, so it's cool stuff. And then on top of that, you have these weapons that you can get, I believe, in the, uh, in the, in the battle royale. You have like a new sniper rifle. You have a grenade launcher snowball cannon and a, uh, a new uh, sniper rifle. And then inside the PvE game, you have all these vacuum tubes, weapon sets, which are pretty cool looking. I mean, look at the detail they do for their for their their art, man. It just looks fantastic. Just looks fantastic. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the chat, uh, I turned on the vision the other day. It was just like I was going on, going on, etc. I was playing for one point three. There's so many changes in the vision. So many changes. They do a fantastic job. Uh, let me see what Puck wrote. Uh, I will let that go through. There you go. So, Fortnite doing it well. If you want to see the patch notes, I'll link them in chat right now. So you guys can read through them.
There you go. So you guys can actually go through the whole thing. They have the event store. All new store with items available for purchasing using in-game currency. The store has two sections. The event section, which items available for the current major event. The weekly section that has new items to check out every week. And the items that can be purchased with new currency. Seasonal gold and daily coins. Seasonal gold can be earned by playing uh, any, any mission. Drop rate scales with difficulty. And daily coins are earned by completing daily quests. So there you go. You have two different currencies. The harder you do it, the more you get, and then you can go spend that in the, in the store so you can't be like, ah, they're giving me nothing. I just wasted my time. They So there you go. Um, good stuff by Fortnite and by Epic Games, I should say. Uh, another thing I want to go over. That's the, let's see. That's the new detail match. Yep, that's we already did that one. Oh, shoot. Did I just close what I... I closed the wrong window, goddammit. Real quick, a game that's called about hemorrhaging and was was a hot flash in March was Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay, Ghost Recon Wildlands has now uh, has a off predator challenge combat rewards. Uh, just yesterday, Ubisoft hit hinted at a predator crossover event coming to the tactical team-based shooter Ghost Recon Wildlands called The Hunt. With the release of the brief teaser clip featuring a, uh, well, the Predator uh, in the jungle, now the publisher and developer have decided to give fans a better idea what the type of combat rewards they should be expecting to encounter. Now I'm Zer. And, and take, right. <laughs> now I'm Zer. There you go. Uh, no, now you're now now you're not Zer, because Zer's got no. just a black face. As seen below, a special event trailer, Ghost Recon Wildland, let's Look at this trailer real fast. I will go to YouTube and we will watch this together. Let's watch it. Do, do, do. There is something out there. Free special Lucky challenge, Lucky. December 14th. The jungle. It came alive. Whatever we're dealing with, it bleeds. And if it bleeds, we can kill I like, it. I like this whole predator thing. You're literally playing the movie now. You have to hunt the predator. Yeah, but everybody every, everybody who's watched the predator knows that they're not going to do real well. That's that's a way you do a DLC. <clears throat> it's free. See? Because because the game is hemorrhaging, right? They have to come out with cool shit to right. put in the game to revive it, right? Right. That's exactly how it works. I don't have the game after watching that trailer, okay? I want to play that game right now. Right? There you go, Puck. Look, looks like I'm reinstalling the game. Ex exactly. Like I don't even own the game and I want to go play that right now. Uh, no. Predator didn't have acid. Well, actually, he does... His blood is 
But that's aliens. That's aliens. Well, it's not acid. That's aliens. That's aliens. Yeah. He has weird blood, but it's not acid blood. Like, he doesn't spit it at you. He just straight up... It's a Jamaican alien, man. It's a Jamaican alien comes and kills you. Uh, I thought that trailer looked awesome. That's the first time I watched it. I didn't watch it earlier. I just saw a picture, and I was like, Predator. That looks cool. They did a good job with the trailer. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh wait, there should be could be more. You know what that you know what that makes it though, right? Is it is is the predator an NPC or is it like evolve where uh, one guy's the predator I don't and the other guys and the other guys are trying to hunt him. I don't that would be cool. Okay, so here you go. Like a little like a little miniature evolve here, going on. Here it is, right? So it leaves the door open for the possible inclusion of PV, PvP feature of four v one two. With four players yes. joining forces as ghosts to take on the other fan, assuming the role of the of, of the predator. After all, there's one moment in the footage that shows the camera uh, uh, resting behind the predator for just a quick moment while the prey runs around the jungle, spraying the bullets. Uh, so, should a four v one mode be a part of the event, Ubisoft might be taking a gameplay page out of the books of a popular multiplayer horror title like uh, Dead by Daylight and Friday the Thirteenth, the game. I think this is cool. I, I hope it is. I kind of wish they put in skins of Jesse Ventura. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure those are in there. I, 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 I'm I sure those are in they there. They didn't put it in there, but... I'm sure they're in there. It says, based on Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, Dutch, from the first movies in the series. But I would like to see Arnold's character. Like, you can purchase it or whatever. I mean, come on. That would that'd be cool. I think that'd be... Right? Danny Glover... Danny Glover was in Predator what three? Was it was it two? It was terrible though. It was terrible. Predator two was terrible. Predator one was amazing. How dare you? How dare you say Danny Glover? I should cut you right now. <laughs> Arnold. When you say Predator, it's Arnold. Yeah, there is not no... Danny Glover. Yeah, Predator. Did they make? Did they make a? Uh... There was a. There was three Predators there, wasn't there? Or was Predator two the one where he was in the city? I don't even know. Danny Glover is in the city. Okay, so it was Predator 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible movie. A terrible movie. Danny Glover should stick with Lethal Weapon. That's where he should have... He should have, he should have made another Lethal Weapon. Riggs! Riggs! <laughs> okay. Now, going from that to this next game, and I have to be very careful what I say about this, because I'm under NDA, but they did show... A major thing, and that's what I'm showing you guys. They announced a progression system within Sea of Thieves. I'm super stoked, right? A progression system in Sea of Thieves, and these guys are doing it right. Okay? What I always say about what makes a game good and what's the reason, what's the reason a game needs to be like, you have this massive world, but there's games like Division, where some of the stuff in Division is interactable, right? But a lot of the stuff is not. But stuff in, in Division has purpose. Stuff in Fortnite, when you're playing PvE, everything in the realm has meaning, has purpose. There's a reason to do it. There's a reason to get it. There's a reason to have it. That What makes you come back to the game and what keeps you making play the game? Sea of Thieves is doing a progression system and... The way they're doing the progression system and the way they've thought out this game is so good. So I'm going to make this full screen. We're going to watch this. This is about seven, eight minutes. It's eight minutes long. 
Okay. Um, if you want to talk over it, Sarge, let me know and I'll, I'll pause it or whatever. No, uh, that's okay. I, I want to watch it. It's good. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to put it full screen. You guys can watch it and we'll we'll talk under under it. I'm Mike Chapman, design director on Sea of Thieves. I'd like to spend some time discussing how the progression and quest system works in Sea of Thieves and provide an insight into the kind of adventures you'll be able to have. Is that John Oliver? The world of Sea of Thieves embodies the freedom, romance, high adventure, and the thrilling excitement of the pirate life. As you explore, you'll discover this beautiful world full of countless adventures, unknown dangers, treacherous weather, and wild, untamed islands filled with pirate caves and wildlife. Most importantly, the world is filled with other real player crews, often their own voyages. While the adventures that you embark upon in Sea of Thieves will play differently... I'm so excited for this game. You have no idea. Every player is on their own personal journey to build a reputation and become pirate legends. Part of this journey will be how you present yourself to other pirates. As players journey across the Sea of Thieves, they'll be able to tailor their pirate by customizing items such as hooks, peg legs, beards, hairstyles, clothing, equipment, and weapons. You'll be able to find the look that suits your character and playstyle best. But differentiating your character also includes building a reputation. The outposts of the world are inhabited by non-playable characters who have come to the Sea of Thieves with their own motivation. These characters have set up their own trading companies. This is what I'm talking about a in the lifestyle. world. The gold hoarders have come to treasure hunt with the goal of amassing great wealth. The Merchant Alliance have come to control trade in the Sea of Thieves, while the Order of Souls wish to control the ancient and mysterious magic of this pirate world for themselves. Each trading company will allow you to build a reputation, get promoted within their ranks, and unlock your Check it out, Bungie. Reputation with vendors. Players build their reputation by purchasing and completing the favored activities of each trading company, including voyages, which are what we call quests. Voyages in Sea of Thieves are physical objects that other players can see. Based this, on the this reputation is cool. This you is cool. built with each trading company, your voyages will not only become richer and more rewarding, but they'll challenge you more and introduce more mechanics. The way your voyages look to others will also reflect this progress. Each crew member brings his or her own voyages to the table, literally. Any crew member can bring their own voyages to the crew and share their personal progression with others. Players can propose voyages on the ship, allowing the crew the chance to decide together the kinds of adventures they wish to embark upon. In fact, other players may have access to voyages that you don't, meaning that there are rewarding benefits for being part of the crew. Most importantly, there are no barriers in place preventing players playing together, since the most challenging voyages can potentially be shared. This is the coolest there part right no here. There are no waiting for friends to catch up with you, no encounters where you'll face off against overpowered players. The tools and weapons in Sea of Thieves function just as you would expect. A cutlass is just a cutlass. A flintlock pistol is just that. How you use these tools and work with other players is what will make the difference. Even just having an extra pair of eyes and ears in the crow's nest can make all the difference in a game like Sea of Thieves. Elements, such as your reputation progress, mean that progression in Sea of Thieves is not a one-dimensional number. How you look to others, the titles you've earned and choose to use, and the voyages you have allow for far richer interactions between players. This is a pirate world after all, and it's up to you how you want to uniquely express yourself.
Now let's look in detail to the kinds of adventures you can have with the trading companies. The Gold Hoarders Trading Company was founded by... This is so well thought out. ...who wish to amass a great fortune. They are in I think this game is totally worth the $60 when it comes out. Keys, ...and they will pay pirates a cut of gold when they return chests to them. The more you build your reputation with the Gold Hoarders, the more they'll trust you to go after if larger it works hoards of lost treasure, some of which yes, will be protected by former blindly. pirates, now transformed into forsaken skeletons. Some of the voyage types, like the riddle maps, will test your knowledge of the islands, encouraging exploration and teamwork. Players also have the freedom to just explore, coming across opportunities in the world that might earn them reputation with the trading company. There are rewards waiting across the world, whether that be deep in caves, on sunken reefs, or in the hands of other players. You just need to seek them out. While voyages give you specific objectives, you'll be free to take on the world at your own pace and see what's waiting out there. Players also receive special awards from each trading company called commendations. These allow players to earn specific titles and show off some of their special achievements. Of course, not all treasure is silver and gold, and we wanted a world with very different activities. That this this mission base right here is pretty cool. This next the one. The Merchant Alliance are seeking to control the flow of trade between the fledgling outposts of civilization in the Sea of Thieves. They will pay pirates to scout for supplies and ferry shipments like resources and gunpowder across the sea. These kinds of cargo can earn you handsome rewards if you fulfill your contract and deliver on time. There are, of course, much more valuable resources out there in the world. We wanted our wildlife to not only make the world of Sea of Thieves feel alive, we wanted to make it a major part of the gameplay and fundamental to progressing with the Merchant Alliance. Players will find different breeds of animals across the world, encouraging them to scout out islands to find what they need. Once you find the animals you need, you'll then have to catch them. Then you'll have the noble job of tending to their care on your return journey to the Merchant Alliance. Lightning from a storm and raising water levels are some of the challenges that you'll face. Of course, there's also the ever-present possibility of encountering other pirates who'll seek to relieve you of your valuable cargo. Much like the other tools you'll have at your disposal, cargo can be used in different ways, presenting you with a few tricks up your sleeve to defend against so the incoming borders. Yes. The Order of Souls are a trading company formed by conjurers and seers they have found a way to recapture the enchanted magic from the skulls of fallen well, cool. pirates. Use the barrels and they'll reward anyone who brings the yeah, souls back. Yeah, part of his, part of his voyages for the Order of Souls will uh, take supplies that he checked it over. Infamous skeleton crews and captains, presenting players with combat-focused challenges as they work together to defeat their targets and retrieve the skulls. Some of these skeletons may be holed up in one of the many forts throughout the world, requiring players to perform a daring raid to make landfall and storm these fortresses in search of the school they need. These valuable locations also present opportunities for other nearby crews. You can never be too sure who may join you, you know, and what their intentions might be. skill to get through a little miniature raid. That looks cool. Right, these but these voyages put players on the. But with the other people, you don't know if they're friend or foe, right? They can they can help you, and they get on the island and double cross you. Pirate legends will not only earn the respect of their fellow players in Sea of Thieves; they will play a major role in the golden well, age of piracy. You're, you're gonna need to have an all-speak button, team-speak, and an all-speak button. You're gonna have to look. Nope, you don't have to do all speak because I can't 
say. <laughs> it's it's open. Everything in the world you can talk. I would assume, hypothetically, uh, you would every everyone is a uh, can talk to anybody in the world. There is no um, team chat. I should say. So if you're if you're if you're hiding if you're hiding, um, I gotta be careful. They can hear you. Everything in the world can be heard. So it's pretty cool. And I guess that's I broke my NDA. Uh, but what we watched here, right? I mean, everything in this world has some meaning, right? Like they were finding treasure without being on the actual list, right? Like there's a scene where he's underneath the water and he picks up a like a there are he picks up a, 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 gob, a goblet, whatever, right here, a glass. Right? Like, that's cool. So, running running the animals, the chickens and stuff like that, like, so good. So good. I am so excited for this game. This game looks absolutely beautiful. Um, from this video, Sarge, I know you, you haven't played it or anything, so what do you get from this like is this a game that well it seems like you'd be interested it, it's in it's open well it's opened up a little bit more because from what i understood from where it was before it seemed it was seemed like it was going to be very repetitive because all you're going for is the chests and it's all about the chests and now it's going to be reputation plus different types of missions and you're going to have to definitely have a crew to do certain missions and i like when they when you mentioned the word raid okay i like to think of it as a more challenging event where you might have to use a little more strategy, like those things interest me. Well, I think it's cool because you're you're only a squad of four, and if you want to do a, a big mission like they were showing in the in this video, you might have to team up with four other groups, right? That's that's awesome. You could have like twenty guys on doing one raid and trying to do this stuff. Yeah, but I see a lot of I see a lot of trolling and griefing. Oh, absolutely. There'll be people backstabbing you left and right, but isn't that what pirating is all about? I mean Yeah, but but it gets to a point though, they're they're gonna hopefully there's some mechanics in play that once once the guys kill you so many times during a cooperative mission that they, they're they're flagged. You know what I'm saying? Like right. otherwise otherwise it's just gonna be just a giant grief uh, grief grief fest. Uh, Puck, yes, it is. It is um, cross-platform with PC and Xbox. This is probably one of the games that that PlayStation doesn't get. They they don't get it. This is an exclusive. They'll, they'll get it. No, no, they're not. Rare is a X is a Microsoft studio. They do not. This is a Xbox exclusive and PC. That's it. They are not making this for PS at all. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. These imagine the reputation system, right? Like, hmm, what other what other what other games out there could take a reputation system? I mean, they, the way they showed it, he said it. He said you earn reputation, and the more reputation you get, the you earn higher rewards to get from them, right? So, in the in the thing, it, it, he showed he went up a level, right? He was like level thirty, and then there was uh, things up on top. Right, so some of the things they're showing on the screen right now, you can get gold for 150, 450, a thousand, uh, but you have to build up your reputation to earn the trust of that of that seller of the key and of those of the of those items to go out into the world, right? And if you make more money, then you can buy cooler things, right? And I don't think they've even grazed the surface of what this game. I mean, this is what they're just showing us publicly, okay? Uh, 
NDA, what, they're, what they're ready to show. Right. And, and everything that they've showed here, I've played. Okay. Everything they have in the future from what, being on the forums and what they're talking about, I'm looking forward to it. So, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that I hope Destiny doesn't get their shit together by March 20th. Because when March 20th hits and this game comes out, I might be exclusive Sea of Thieves stream. Okay? Because I'm telling you, this game is so much fun. And when you have a group of friends playing... Are, are you getting it on PC or are you getting it on that platform? Uh, I'm getting it on, on, P, uh, on platform. On platform. You can play cross You can play... So if you get it for PC, you, you can play with us. Yeah, but I don't want to sit in a chair. I'd rather sit in the bed and relax with a wireless oh. controller. Yeah. It's... This game is going to take... No, it's 20th of March. March 20th, not 28th of March. Buy the digital, and it's Play Anywhere. Nice. Yeah. So, it's so... It's it's such a it's such a good time. I love pirates, man. Join me as the Goonie Squad becomes Pirates of the Sea. It's Oh, and you get titles. They said you also get titles while you're doing certain things, right? It's... Everything in this game has a purpose. You could literally do absolutely nothing in this game and just go off into the sea and explore. And you can find treasure, right? You can find treasure on islands. You can find treasure like the video showing in the bottom of, of a boat, of a shipwreck, okay? By just driving by and going, oh, I wonder what this is. Let's go over there in a cave, in a bush, in a thing. It's absolutely, uh, absolutely, Puck. Absolutely. Come aboard. There, can you imagine the the possibility though? Because I can imagine a lot of possibilities. I, I did it one time before. It was right before Destiny was released. Right, right, right. I had a lot of possibilities. Well, I can tell you without breaking anything. I played the alpha for Destiny, and I've played the alpha for Sea of Thieves. And Sea of Thieves is not a hypothetical, like oh, it could be so awesome. This is awesome. And it could be even more awesome, right? Like, it's it's a really good game. It's a really good game. Uh, so, yeah, that is Sea of Thieves. I wanted to show you that because it was public. And it was on Twitter and it's on YouTube. And if you want to go check this video out and you want to watch it more of it, uh, I will put the link in chat. Uh, let me just get this down here. Sea of Thieves. There you go. Oh, by the way, I, I was bored today, bro, and I I played that missing strike on Destiny 1. Oh, yeah? How is it? It's kind of fun. Is it? I'm so yeah. glad we had to wait two years to get it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, next story. Next story. What did I have here? Destiny 2. No. Okay, so I don't know how this becomes a story, but there's two stories of player player unknowns battlegrounds. One I just want to briefly like touch, just skim over it real fast. There was a there was a outrage because, and I'm this is not a miscommunication. They literally put in camel toe on one of the uh, on the girl characters. So, like, when the girl is standing there in her tight pants, you could literally see camel toe. Now, mind you, why? Why is somebody 
when a game has nothing to do with sex in any way, shape, or form, would you develop and create the artist rendition of Camel Toe on a digital character in any way, shape, or form? Don't know why you would do it. Really don't need you to... It's just, it's just why. Well... They were going for realism, right? Because if you're wearing pants that tight, camel toe is inevitable. I guess so. I guess like so. If they, gave her, if they gave her baggy jeans, we wouldn't even be talking about this. <laughs> right? That's, that's just how this is. Somebody probably went too far, offended somebody. Now they're going to have to take it out. Oh, no, they did already. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, they, they had to get rid of it. It's just funny to me that they, that they did that. Right? They just, it's just funny to me that they did that. Can you can you buy the camel toe skin? I don't care the price. Uh, actually, the camel toe thing will be actually a microtransaction. I'm sure. Dude, well, no, it's it's out. They say it was a third party developer that was making it for them, like an outside uh, person that was doing the art for them. But it's like, really, dude? Well, hey, what do you do? Uh, what do you what do you do for a living, uh, Tom? Oh well, I work camel toes. I work I, I work on PUBG. Oh, what did you make? Did you make the map? Uh, did you make it? No. Did you make the guns? No, no, no. What did you, what did you do? Well, I worked there for uh, three months and, uh, I made camel toe. Is that a, is that a new weapon? No, that's the actual part of the, of the pants where it's like a wedgie. Yeah. You gave camel toe. Be like, oh, oh, Does the guy, okay. Do the guys have bulges though? It has to be, it has to be go both ways, right? No. The guys have bulges and the girls have camel toe. Is that no. how it works? No, there's no bulge. No. Well, no actually bulge. that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, when they're in their in their in their underwear, you can see. Yeah, but you don't see like, you don't see balls and like. No, there's so not like a there's not like the head of the penis sticking out of the side of the no, underwear or anything like no, that. That's not what I said. I just said bold. I know. No, I know. There was no reason to offend more people. <laughs> and then player no player unknown battleground has come on to the Xbox One finally. Okay, now it came yeah, out, but with mixed reception though, yep, some stuff's it's, going wrong. It's running really really slow. Running really slow. Uh, it's, it's not running smooth at all. It runs very poorly on the Xbox. Uh, it's a hit or miss. Some people say it's working fine. Other people are having just, it's like chugging along. Here's the thing. It's still an alpha. It's early access on the Xbox. You have to pay $30 to get this. And it's completely bollocks of how it's running right now. It's like just, it's just shit. Um, so I said this. I said that from the beginning. I was a big fan of PUBG. Still am. I bought it on PC back in April, I think it was, right? March or April. And I was like, I was like, oh, let me try it, play it. And they're like, oh, it's coming out for Xbox. Like, oh, I'll get it for Xbox. And I had every intention of picking it up for Xbox when it came out, okay? Fast forward three months after PUBG came out, a little game called Fortnite came out that I didn't know anything about until the beginning of June. And then at the end of June... It came out, picked that up, loved playing the actual just single player stuff, had no idea they were coming out with a battle royale mode. September 24th, they decided to spring a battle royale on us, and that's when PUBG lost their shit and said, uh, we're going to take legal action. And here's the reason, right? And I said it before, I said, now because they have a battle royale and it's absolutely free to play, I said, I'm not going to get PUBG. There's no reason for me to get two battle royale games. Okay, especially when one's free and one's not. One's $30, runs like shit, and one's free and runs phenomenal. Every once in a while, it's got its hiccups and stuff like that, but it's free. I really don't have a leg to stand on when it, when it if they if they fuck it up because it's free, 
right? I didn't spend anything for it. So I'm a big fan of Fortnite. I think they're doing an absolute smashing job on their on their thing. And I think Battlegrounds is just too late to the party, right? And the reason it's running shitty on the Xbox One is because of Fortnite. Because of Fortnite came out and they had no idea it was coming out, okay? And then it came out to market and it was free. They're like, oh shit, right? They've had it now out there for three months before PUBG has even touched the Xbox. And now here it is. It's been out for like three days, five days, whatever it is. And it's running poorly because they rushed the shit out of it to get it on the Xbox just to get it out there. And I think it's that's a play right there. I mean, because of Fortnite, that's why uh, PUBG is hurting right now. Like financially but what, but, but and also say, physically. What does it say when a developer can change direction so quickly and add a game activity so quick when that game was never meant to be that way? I'm pretty sure there was no there was no battle royale planned for Fortnite at all. Their game was a tower defense multiplayer Correct. game, and they pivoted and right. they jumped on a bandwagon right. because they knew that it was hot to get some. If it wasn't in, and it worked, right? If it wasn't for if it wasn't for PUBG, there would be no Fortnite BR, right? That, that's correct. I mean, that, that's just face the facts. There's no there's no way in hell that they've been working on a game for six years, right? Fortnite, which is the game that they were working on for six years, is the PVE mode. And then all of a sudden, overnight, they came out with a, a battle royale of nowhere, right? There's no way in hell. They saw it happening. Now, they probably s- started making the battle royale before Fortnite launched when they opened it up in, a- in alpha. But they came out with it pretty fucking quick, and now they're surpassing. They're updating it. They're adding new weapons. They're adding new things. I mean, all they have to do is go, hey, we're opening uh, the next the next patch that comes out after the new year. We got, we got two new maps. Be like... What? Like, PUBG took a year to do that. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's uh, it's very interesting to see how it all works. All right. So, the next story I want to talk about is a portable N64 was leaked by a Hyper Hyperkin employee. Now, I don't know how I feel about this, right? Because this crosses a bunch of lines for me, right? You're an employee, you work at a company and you would feel that this is a safe place where you, your employees are not taking pictures of your fucking material and posting on the, on Twitter for their own fame. Right? So this guy, uh, Raymond novice morale, uh, said, I took this picture of the N64 handheld portal prototype at the R&D department, not with the intentions of leaking it, but they shouldn't, but they shouldn't trust me though, smiley face. I just wanted them to hurry up. Design is not final. I call it social media pressure. They said it's number 38 on their priority list and don't know what they're missing. N64 is life though, smiley face. It's either, they either, they trusted me or I get fired. Good thing they forgot the NDA on this one. I don't, I don't know, man. One, this might be a ploy to might get it out there. You know what I mean? As a, as a advertisement type thing. Cause there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. But I would fire this kid. If NDA or no NDA, you signed a contract with your company. So on a particular item, I don't think you're signing an NDA for every single piece of gear that they're working on underneath the company. If you're working for hyper, you know, uh, I would assume that everything under there is classified 
to anybody outside the doors, right? I would assume. All right, so N64 portable. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. They're talking it. about. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. So what? But it's not about so what. It's about so the, the, the process of of leaking something like this. There it is. It leaking something like this <laughs> when. But it's N64 portable. So what? I understand. It's 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 like past news, right? Right. That that's like that's like releasing a Tiger handheld video game and said which they still look, sell at GameStop. Look, they they they're selling a lot of tigers. We should fire this kid because he he ratted us on. So what? The the switch is out, people. The switch is out. It sold. It's selling <laughs> ten more million. Consoles. Ten it's million. More consoles yeah. The PS4. Yep. Okay. Yep. No one gives a shit about the N64 handheld. This is gonna be great for like. Your son in a year to get him to figure out what a handheld controller is. Yeah. Otherwise, than that, who cares? Yeah, but uh, but the story is not about the N64. It's about the employee. Did he rat it, out? Did yeah. He rat it? Yeah. Okay. So fire him. <laughs> That's it. I like how Sarge's answer is just like, "Well, you, you just fire him." It's fire. Right? You're not supposed to leak information about your your, your corporate stuff. Period. That's it. you don't need to be told that. You don't need to have an MDA to describe that to somebody. Right. Tally, you think they? Do you think he leaked out? Like, they let him leak it out on purpose? He's got to die. He's got to die. <laughs> in Sarge's world, they're just gonna, you're just going to chop it off. So, in GTA, in GTA uh, 5, the new DLC that came out, the, the Doomsday Heists, there's a mission in there that uh, talks about or leads up to Red Dead 2. There's an actual... Uh, treasure that you find in grand theft auto that you can get guns and i think a skin that you can get in gta 5 that promotes red dead redemption 2 do you think they'll do more of this and do you think they'll do vice versa as far as when red dead 2 comes out if they oh, do it online a, yeah it's a gold handgun i saw i saw pictures of it it's, there's a couple weapons in yeah there that, that yeah. directly lead to red dead listen that's just that's just rockstar publicizing their own game and a dlc they made for free right right no, I'm That's saying, fine. do you think do you think they'll they'll return the favor in Red Dead, have sort of like a MacGuffin, uh, or a head nod to GTA, like the Grand Theft Auto I world? Don't know. It's the time for, the time distance is too far when you have to go back or you have to go forward like that since you'd be time traveling, whereas the gun would have been already made, in the present day, right? An old gun, so maybe a character in the game or in the background will look like a guy from GTA, right? That's how they'll do it if they're going to do a head nod back. But they're doing a head nod back to themselves. Right. It's not like, it's like, it's right. not like two separate gaming companies like each other and they're doing a head nod. To right. Their, it's their, it's their not an Easter egg. Right. It's not an Easter egg. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what this is. I just opened up my I just opened up my thing. It happened 41 minutes ago. Let me let me let me skim through this real fast. It's, it has to do with Doctor Disrespect. I don't know if this is real. He looks like a WWE wrestler from back in the eighties. Okay, so this is this is, I this is real. This is real. Okay, so Doctor Disrespect is Twitch's biggest personality. Is taking time off to focus on his family. Yep. So he came out. Uh, he says, I have a beautiful family and wife and a kid, and I want to be transparent, and I've been unfaithful. Uh, said the visible distressed disrespect. I apologize to you guys and my sponsors and Twitch. This is not who I am. This is not what I represent. That's it. 
Uh, he is the 16th most popular channel on Twitch with more than 1.4 million followers on the platform. His sponsors include Razor, Turtle Beach, G Fuel, Asus, Republic uh, of Gamers, Chair, uh, Chairmaker, Need for Seat. Uh, so, so what? Because he because he got he got the award for trendiest gamer, he's afraid to get too big now. So now no, he's gonna stop. No, 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 no. He, he was unfaithful. He cheated on his wife, and he's taking a break from streaming to focus on his family. So he's living this high, like, like here you go. This is like, this is like celebrity well, celebrityism. What does he, well, he need to tell us for? He well, that Twitch is a Twitch is a platform where everyone that watches him. Uh, is like part of him, is part of his family, is part but of his. But you don't need to air out your dirty laundry. You, I know. You could, have said anything. you could have said anything. I know, but he came out and said what he said. I mean, this is this is what he said, and it was posted, and and so there you go. I mean, the top of the top. You never know what's going to happen, right? And he's everywhere now. He did like an ESPN interview. He was on a podcast. He went to the MLG tournaments. He won rewards. He did all this stuff, right? And whatever happened, he had a lack of judgment, and now he's it was eating up inside of him, and then that's what he's doing, right? So he's stepping down, which is that's big balls, man. He's making a lot of money, he's making a lot of money, and to to back off, uh, I tip my hat to him to to be like that takes that takes a man, man, to go. You know what? I'm making I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I'm just gonna stop. Because I, I did something wrong. So I respect that. I respect that. So he'll come back stronger if he comes back. If he, he gets his head in the right place and stuff like that. Uh, someone was going to out him. So he got in front of it. Hey, whatever. Uh, did he cheat? As in the stream, was in his mistress or another girl in real life? I think it's another girl, I'm assuming. I'm not sure. I mean, with him traveling... Uh, places and him being a micro celebrity, uh, you know, because when he goes out in the world, no one knows who he is. But if he goes to a a Twitch TwitchCon event or a PAX event, he's a superstar. He's like Tom Cruise. He's Tom Hanks. He's you know what I mean. <laughs> did the <laughs> did the girl want him as the guy or as Doc? Cause it's not cheating if it was Doc. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh man. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much the stories. I didn't even I didn't even uh Yeah, Puck is joking. Come on. He's joking. I have nothing else. Oh, well I don't want to talk about this. I just want to bring it up. Net neutrality is getting repealed. Okay. I don't. We're not going to talk about it because I don't know myself. I know what it is, but I don't. Know, I don't know enough to explain it and have a viewpoint on it. All I'm saying is, contact your Congress, your person of your state, if you don't want this to pass, because Congress hasn't passed it yet. Okay, they they're repealing it. It's there. It's ready to go through. Uh, so make sure. Uh, I know Sarge posted something on Twitter the other day. I retweeted it. Uh, please contact your representatives uh, if you want to fight against your congressman, this. Your congressman of the district you're in and the senator of your state. Correct. Okay. Or the senators of your state because every state has got two senators. Now, you guys can just go to battleforthenet.com 
and it will tell you a step-by-step process on how to do this. It's not difficult, and uh, Lord knows, Lord knows, you don't you don't want people who have the most money telling you what you can watch and not watch right. on the internet. Right. You don't want it to be closed off. You want it to be free and open. Um, those are all the news topics that we had uh, for the show. We went through it a lot faster than I thought. If you guys want to ask any questions, uh, please do so. If you guys want to talk about any games or have any questions for me and Sarge, go ahead and ask away in chat now. I got a, I got a game we need to talk about just briefly because right, it's go going it's, it's to start a snowball. And, and, and I have a feeling that the hype train that it's going to cause is going to make everyone blind. And it's just going to be a shit show. Right. You know, what we need to talk about is Anthem. Okay. okay. Now, from all the all the publicity that they're talking about, we've only seen that one little trailer of it, and that one the gameplay footage. Uh, with the ramifications of the Battlefront Two microtransaction disaster, the Shadow of War kind of disaster, and the UFC disaster. Uh, since now, uh, Activision is getting in on a Destiny-style game. And EA. we all know EA, not Activision. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. EA is getting in on a Destiny style game that everyone's like, oh, this game's gonna be this game's gonna be a Destiny killer, or this game's gonna be one of the if you think for a moment that this game won't be saturated with in in game exclusive microtransaction nonsense, you guys have another thing coming. I say because it's EA. Okay? It's EA. Um right? I mean, yeah. They're, their lead, their lead designer already quit. All right, one guy already walked off. So I can only imagine what's going to happen for the next eighteen months when this game is supposed to come out. Well, it's 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 supposed to come out next fall, right? Yeah. Two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to get delayed till two thousand nineteen. And at this point, man, if EA comes back out with loot crates like they did with Battlefront, it's suicide, isn't it? I mean, the the. Star Wars Battlefront 2, and here's the thing. Star Wars Battlefront 2 sold less than a million copies, dig, uh, uh, physical copies. A million. No, 800,000. Yeah, less than a million copies yeah. of physical copies. It sold more with digital. But I just want to say bravo to the gamers out there that stuck to their guns and said, I'm not, I'm not going to pick it up. Yeah, but the parents don't know yet because when the Star Wars movie comes out, they're going to start buying Star Wars stuff. You know, how And the people that didn't buy Star Wars ahead of time are now going to buy it. Let me tell you something. Star Wars is a really good game. Uh, DICE did a fantastic job. I am enjoying that game tremendously. I just went through the campaign mode. Uh, I played it last night or yesterday uh, morning. I, I finished the DLC campaign mode. It was about a, about a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour. Uh, I played on the hardest difficulty. Um uh, extension of what the story I played and the other story lasted about five and a half to six hours for me because I played on the hardest difficulty. If you don't play on the hardest difficulty, you can beat the, the first game in a little less than four hours and you can beat the DLC in about an hour and a half. Um, but I think the story, the single player story in star Wars, I enjoyed it. I, I really did. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, cause they made it continue. So I don't know if they're coming out with a DLC to star Wars every month, as far as this, this, for the campaign um or like 
every couple months. I guess every time they come out with a, with new maps and stuff and new heroes, I think they're going to drop more content for for the single player. Now, I didn't even think about bringing this question up, but would you be okay with a game like Star Wars? I'm not talking about microtransactions or anything, but like the story mode, you bought the game with 60 bucks, right? It has multiplayer and it has a small campaign, okay? 60 bucks, you pay for one time. Every DLC after this is free, okay? Would you prefer a game that you didn't get the game with a story all up front where it was like, you know, 40 hours, 50 hours of gameplay where you only got six hours of story and then you got another three next month and then three in the following month and then three in the next month? Would you prefer a game like that than play it once and then be done with it? If the game is open-ended... If the game is a continuing adventure game or is a game's service, uh, uh, the way it's created, then you need to have one story for the game, one complete story for the game, not a cliffhanger, one story for the game, complete, end it, you got all the stuff, and then the next chapter starts and there's a new story. That's the way it should be done. That, that's what Star Wars did. That's the, that's the way it should be done. Yeah, that's what... Not, that... not fragmented... Really short stories about no, but, telling me how to do things. Right, and I know. The next guy. So you yeah. would be, so you would be okay. You would be okay with it. You're, you're, a, you would be a fan of that then. I, I'm always, I'm always, sort of like what Telltale the, does. The, the way, right? the, the way that Fallout did their DLCs is kind of like how the how the template should work. You play the game, the game is over, but you can continue playing, and then another story comes up. And you have to go through this part of the game and the story. It might take 10 or 12 hours. Right. That's kind of like the ballpark you want to be in. Like if I grind it real quick, it's like 10 hours. If I don't do it five, but you know, but it should be one of these things where you're, you're in, you're, you become consumed by the new story. That's how it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to just get smacked in the face for 15 minutes and then the game is over. You're supposed to be in, in, and you're supposed to get attached to the characters in the story. You can't do that in two in two hours, three hours. You got to show me something. I mean, I I so liked. I pay for DLC. That's worth it. The, the reason I'm enjoying the Star Wars story so much, right? I I read the book, uh, Inferno Squadron before I played Star Wars Battlefront uh, story campaign. So I knew the characters that you were playing and that were in the the campaign. Um, if someone didn't read the story and then just played the game i can see them going like i really don't know much about these characters right like you know a little bit about them but you don't know a lot about them um sort of like zavala and ikora and stuff like that you like you know them but you really don't know them right um me reading the book i felt like i knew these characters and knew their background knew everything about them where they don't really go into that they don't have time you're just in the segment between uh the main story of the campaign takes place of literally right a couple a couple minutes before the explosion of the death star on return of the jedi okay it like starts there and goes all the way to the force awakens okay and then this mission is within the force awakens timeline and then ends right at the end of force awakens which brings you into the last jedi like what i just played literally seconds before this movie starts okay and i thought that was really cool i i liked the way they did it um 
I, I hope, I don't know this, I don't know if they come out with new content every month for the next year, if they do every two or three months, but I really did like the story. I kind of wish it was just a little longer uh, for the story campaign for each one, but I like the characters. I like the battle sequences. I played this epic uh, TIE fighter uh, battle above a Star Destroyer. I stole some TIE fighters, and I was a TIE fighter going against TIE fighters against on top of a Star Destroyer, and it was just, it was amazing. There was literally like 30 TIE Fighters and I'm flying in the air and they were killing me left and right. And I had to keep fending them off and I wiped out the whole fleet. It was a good time. They've they've nailed the flying mechanic uh, in Star Wars uh, in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Speaking of dice, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. And I asked you what the next Battlefield game they're going to be working on. and use, uh, we, we, we agreed. Well, no, I, you said, I think you said, like, Battlefront uh, World War II, going back, or 1942 is what you said. And I said that I think they're going to go with Bad Company 3, and now it's leaked that Bad Company 3 is probably going to hit 2018, uh, the October deadline of where Battle all these games have been coming out. So... I'm excited. I don't. Th- I don't know if there's anything about Battlefront Three. Let me see if it's on Google uh, or on YouTube. I don't think there's actual video of it. Uh, let's see. Bad Company Three leak. Uh, three could be coming. Yeah, but there's no. There's no actual footage or anything like that. Uh, the leak goes surprising detail regarding the content. They're saying, they're saying sometime in Vietnam is what they're saying. Take place at Vietnam slash Cold War era, which is full-fledged solo campaign. Uh, multiplayer uh, maps are also said to be more tightly designed along alongside the return of multiple classes and Rush. Uh, one of the Battlefield's most popular modes, Team Deathmatch and Conquest, are also uh, coming back. Dak highlighted the microtransactions aren't being considered in a major way. Uh, beyond its usual battle packs, which could put fans at ease following... What the fuck? Um, uh, Yeah, so there's no microtransactions. Would you stop with the fucking... I hate when videos just play themselves. They come on and just play themselves. It's like, seriously? Stop it. Stop it. Um, I'm excited. So, tonight, I think I'm going to play Battlefield 1, because they came out with two new maps... So if you want to play that, you might have to download it. So if you want to download it, turn it on and download it. Um, but I'm I'm gonna play that tonight after the after the podcast, which is which is happening uh, within 20 minutes. Uh, again, guys, if you have any comments or questions about games or anything, put them in chat. If not, we're gonna wrap up early. One, I can go take some aspirin because my head's hurting. Brain damage, maybe. I don't know. Not funny, dude. But Not funny. It, it's not funny, but it's, it's what it is. Uh, wasn't looking for jokes. So, if nobody has anything to say, uh, people that missed the beginning of the show, I wanted to recap that if you were one of the... If you were one... Uh, Little 30 is uh, sleeping already. If you were one of the nine people that voted during the award show for video game award, uh, you will be receiving a sticker. 
Now, if you want that autographed by me and Sarge before I mail it out to you guys, let me know. Uh, I need your guys' information. Please make it through Twitter. Not my personal, not 30 and Still Gaming Twitter. Through Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Let me put that out there for you. Okay. Uh, let's go to Twitter. I'll give you the exact link. Let's see, Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Yeah. So do this. If you're one of the nine people, hit me up there. Follow the show. Hit up with a direct message. Leave a direct message for me with your information where I'm sending the sticker to. The people that are receiving the stickers are as follows. I mean, you know who you are if you if you did it. Puck, Tally, Santos, uh, uh, Buckeye, Frisky, Fox, Zoe, uh, Tweaked, and Dread. Send me your information. Uh, I will see Sarge this uh, upcoming or next week uh, for the holidays for Christmas. I will have him sign the stickers if you want them signed. If you don't want them signed, then I will just send them to you. But it will be after the holidays. So you'll get them sometime uh, either the week of New Year's or after New Year's, all depending on where you are. But we did tie. I tied with the, uh, with, with the chat. So tie in my world is a win. So you guys get it. Sarge, what are you playing with? You're like, you're like, it sounds like a, like a hurricane happening in my in my ear. It's one of the knob thing that came loose. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. I don't even have a sticker to show you. Uh, if you go to the Red Bubble link, you can see what uh, what that is. I think Tally put it in the thing earlier. I'll I'll put it back in there. If you click on that link right there, you can see the sticker that you're getting. It's the uh, Generation X Gaming. It's a small sticker. Yes, I want a signed personal message. Great. I'm going to forget about that in three seconds. Make sure you hit up on Twitter. Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Direct message. So I have all the information in one nice spot to know uh, what to get. So there you go. All right. There's no questions. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast. that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're ending this one a little early tonight. Hope you guys enjoy the show. We're here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern and run till about 10. Uh, we're probably going to do one more episode in 2017. If not, we will see you all on this show in 2018. Make sure you're following on uh, on Twitter under Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey and follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And that is it. We're going to be playing some Battlefield 1 tonight. Anybody who wants to join in, by all means, Pop it in your Xbox, and uh, we'll get in. Uh, I'm going to end the show, but I'm not going to end the stream. It's just going to run the title sequence, so I know where to cut this uh, in the highlight reel. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for watching. May the force be with you. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.